Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077 podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me from across the pond, Simon. Uh, gentlemen. Today we're discussing Season 9, Episode 9, Taking the Fifth. It's the 207th episode overall, directed by Charles S. Dubin, written by Elias Davis and David Pollock. It originally aired on January 19th, 1981, and the production code is Z407. Uh, we've been here forever. How many more we got dying to get in? Well, we're almost through. We're only four left. Well, if time heals all wounds, they should be okay by now. If we get out of here before we lose our looks, we could meet in the storage room and take inventory of each other. Wear your rubber gloves. I love watching you take them off. No thanks, Hawkeye. Hey, you can't blame a guy for trying to get into your gloves. No gloves, no storage room, no date. I'm not going to spend another night to remember what moldy crackers, slow gin, and fast talk. Good heavens, six hours for eight patients. Ever since the army forbade our use of Karari, the peace around here put a snail to sleep. We've gone from forbade to worse. I've noticed the work goes a lot faster with Karari. Colonel, why is that? Because anesthetics like nitrous oxide can go just so far. They put the brain to sleep, but the muscles are still awake. Much quicker opening and closing a patient when his innards aren't doing loop-de-loops around your scalpel. Well, then why did the Army forbid its use? They decided that too many people were dying because Karari wasn't being used properly. By that same logic, they should outlaw cars. What enrages me is that in trained hands such as ours, the drug poses no problem. A few rotten apples have put us over the barrel. What starches my socks is that only Uncle Sam's got the spirit of 86. All the other countries think it's a wonder drug. Makes you wonder, doesn't it? Hey, I have a totally original idea. You'll love this. We'll go to the motor pool. Now, let me guess. We'll make popcorn, sit in a Jeep, and pretend it's a drive-in movie. Thanks, but no thanks. Well, you couldn't be further from the truth. For your information, I was going to bring pretzels. I also have the plot summary. Klinger happens upon a bottle of vintage French wine, and Hawkeye uses it to lure a nurse into his clutches. Winchester deals with Klinger to get more bottles of wine. Colonel Potter trades with the Canadians for a special anesthetic forbidden by the U.S. Army. Turnbull, hold it! Don't tell me you didn't. Yep, fruit cocktail packed in its own natural muck. I had Igor shovel some of it in the doggy barrel for you. Well, thanks, Max. Thanks. Thanks aren't necessary. Just remember me and your will. And if you're smart, you'll write it up before you eat. <laughs> now, my friend, I want you to have this bottle of wine. Hey, thanks. I think I flunked this language in high school. That's French. French? Oh, this ought to be great if it's anything like the toast. I got it at our PX. About $3. The British always keep the best spirits in stock. They think if they keep us drunk, we won't notice the food. Colin, I'm going to treasure this from now until I open it. Let's keep in touch, eh? Maybe we can be a service. You bet. You never can tell when we're going to need a hockey puck. <laughs> Drive careful. And if the enemy gets too close, throw the fruit cocktail at him. The hell with the Geneva Convention. I see you, Klinger. No, you don't. It's just a mirage. Listen, you desert deadbeat. I need my five bucks. I'm busted. I'd be bankrupt, except I can't afford the lawyers. The only thing I have to my name right now is this imported Canadian wine. All the upper-class Eskimos drink it, worth 10 bucks. That isn't Canadian wine, it's French. Okay, five bucks. Probably the closest I'll get to my five dollars. Well, I gotta get out of the cold now, I've just been fleeced. 
Okay, and uh, guest stars for this episode. Uh, Charles Hallahan uh, plays Colin Turnbull. Now, he was an American film, television and stage actor. Known for his performances in Going in Style, The Thing, Cast a Deadly Spell and Dante's Peak. He was also best known as Captain Charlie Devan on Hunter from 1986 to 1991. He passed away in 1997. And then we have Margie Impert. She played Lieutenant Sandra Palmer. She was born on June 4th, 1948 in Horseheads, New York. She is an actress known for The Howling, Magnum P.I., and the soap opera Another World. And Judy Fowle returns as Nurse Abel. Also returning is Jan Jordan as Nurse Baker. Susan Berger also plays a nurse. Now, this is Susan's only role in MASH, and she's still acting today. Very cool. And, of course, we have the ever-lovable Kelly Nakahara returning as Kelly Yamato. Oh, I'm available if you need someone to wine and dine, and I won't press you on the dining. Finally, somebody throwing themselves at my feet. Pretty soon I'll be staggering at them. Where'd you get it? Klinger. Uh, no doubt made from the finest grape leaves. With a great nose. Watch open the bottle and let it cough. Ah, Charles, you're just in time for the wine tasting. No, thank you. Perhaps later if I need something to put on my salad. Hello, what's this? Hold that. You have a 47 Margot. No, I have a 47 DeSoto. I always buy American. Oh, no, this your chimney sweep. This is an individual with a life all its own. Little chilly. Born of the loins and suckled at the bosom of the Omedoc. Sounds like what went on in the back seat of your DeSoto. Oh, thank you. Will you two stop prattling? This is a rare nectar. People would give their lives for this. I'll give you $20. $20 for that stuff? Oh, right, 25 Please, I wouldn't trade this for love or money. Well, definitely not for money. Then where, pray tell, did you get this ambrosia from what cunning connoisseur? <laughs> Klinger. Mm-hmm. Max Cl- Klinger? Same man who eats uh, peas with a knife and sucks in his spaghetti? That's right. The old spaghetti sucker himself. <laughs> Max, I must find uh, uh, him. Oh, Max! All right, let's go ahead and discuss this episode. You want to start us off, Meds? Yeah, um, <laughs> I gave this, a, <laughs> I gave this a seven. Okay. But I'm actually thinking about now giving it a six. <laughs> 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 because the last episode we did, I gave it a seven. Now, um, I do like the story between Klinger and the Canadian clerk. I do like that. Yes. I like that kind of yep. the interconnection with them and the fact that they've both been talking to each other on the you know over the wireless. I mm-hmm. do like that. Um, a little bit too many uh, of the yas, I think, for the Canadian. Uh, you know, um, <laughs> I know I, I know several Canadians, and I, I know they don't say that all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but still, you know, uh, I do like the the quote um, that he says about the English have stiff upper lips. It's the only way. They can keep their food down. Um, <laughs> I do like that. That did make me laugh. Um, the wine, uh, we get a date as well on this. Uh, it is stated that this is a yeah. four-year-old, 47 Margot, which makes this year 1951. So, again, we have a time issue going on here. Mm-hmm. The reason why I'm giving this a sixth is because I can't stand the way they take Hawkeye back to series one. Thank you. Um, you know, I don't mind yep. him flirting. I like the flirting. Everyone flirts. So, you know, flirting in the operation room is fine. That's okay. He's a single man. 
fair income to him. Um, but what I don't like is the whole competition. I like the fact that he gets his comeuppance with the nurses. You can see it coming a mile away, even if you've never seen this episode before. <laughs> you know what's going to happen. Or it's a joke, or it's going to be something that BJ is going to do. You know, you yeah. can see it. But it's so out of character. I'm so surprised Alan Alda actually agreed to do this like this because yeah. it's this, we've moved on from Hawkeye being you know this you know person who's this happy is season to, one Hawkeye yeah yeah you know yeah. And don't get me wrong that's nothing wrong with that because it was great in series one mm-hmm. but his character is now but in series nine his character has developed a long way mm-hmm. um, and it, it, I'm afraid that knocked the points down again I like the retribution at the end the way they all, all the nurses get together yeah uh, I, I do like that uh, and the fact that you know it's a sordid thing to kind of do um but yeah so i'm afraid i i have to knock it down um to okay. six for that one um i like the way charles is, is you know again he, he can see how much of a good wine that is and uh, you know i like the way that he wants to get it you know uh get a load of bottles for it could they have not just used one bottle of wine in a radiator to get the jeep back would wine work well, in a radiator? the fact that I'm sure. smashes <laughs> bottles and like half of it comes yeah. out and I'm like, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was a waste. You know. Yeah, you know, what I mean? it's like, oh, really? Would you do that? And he just seems to be a bit annoyed because he knows what Kling has been up to. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't really have an awful lot of notes about yeah. that one. I think I would like to have seen a bit more of the Canadian and a bit more with Klinger, I yep. think, if I'm more than honest with you. Yep. No, I'm right there with you. I actually gave it a seven because, okay. you know, that's as far down as I go. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I pretty much have the same. I love the, that the Canadian loved the mash food. Because, yeah. you know, they, uh, all we ever get are complaints, 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 and he's sitting there piling it on and just loving it. <laughs> so I can't even imagine what the British food must be if he's loving the mashed food. Yeah. I really liked his interaction with Klinger. Uh, you can tell they were like friends, you know, as because they talk all the time to each other. Um, I did like that little, and I, I just like, I, I like that character. He was only on there for a short time, for like a few, you know, minutes. Mm. But I really liked that character. I would have loved to see him come back again as a different, you know. To prolong his story a little bit with Klinger. Yeah. Yeah, And, and I wrote down, of course, Winchester would know about wine because that's just him. He's going to know that it's you know, amazing. This is, I wrote down Hawkeye. He's just so horrible. And yeah. I hate that they did that to him in this because I'm like, I just couldn't see his character doing that. Even back in season one, hmm. I don't think he would. It's like trying to buy somebody. Well, that's, yeah, that's in essence you know, that's what it is, isn't it? You know? Yeah, so he's like, oh, look, I got good wine. If you want it, you got to come out and you know make out with me and have yeah. sex. And it's just, I mean, I thought it was funny that all that he, you know, he's been with most of the women in the camp. <laughs> because, yeah, like, it's just boring. Uh, yeah, they're all like, yeah, we've been there, done that, we're done. Which tells you what kind of lover he is if uh, hmm. it's one time only and that's it and they're done. <laughs> um. Uh, I thought this was just a really quick scene. It was so funny. Cleaner blowing a bubble when he was taking a shower. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm like, that. I'm, I'm sure it was unscripted, but him with his hand, he's, I'm like, what is he doing? And then you see the big bubble on the other end. I'm like, that was really, that was funny. <laughs> I really enjoyed that Potter uh, breaking the rules. Yeah, because, you know, he's going against the U.S. The U.S. says, no, don't use it. And he's like, no, nah, let's go get it. It works better. Why can't we use it? Yeah, I have no idea why that why that is actually there like that because i think um you know all, all hospitals would be using the same kind of things especially yeah. in a war and you got the un yeah uh, who, are, who are kind of running the show kind of thing there but yeah it's a nice it's a nice little tie-in story but i like that you know he's he is an army guy you know this yeah. but he still knows when he needs to bend for his people for his patients and he knows they need this so he decides to you know break and the fact that he takes it upon himself 
to go yes, through. Yes, he, go, he goes to go get it. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, he takes Klinger along with him, but it's still, he, you know, he took it on himself. He didn't pass it to somebody else. He's like, this is my rule breaking. I'm doing this. I might as well, I'm going to go get the stuff and bring it back. So I like that part. Mm. I loved when the nurses were laughing in Hawkeye's face. That was <laughs> just hilarious. He knew, but and he took it well. You know, he didn't get yeah, upset. Yeah, because he, he does say that line at the end, doesn't he, where he says, you've seen one nurse, you've seen them all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, he's definitely, uh, he took it He took it really well. Uh, and my other question was, would the wine work in a, in a radiator? That's I mean, it's I mean. liquid, but yeah. it's grapes. Would it be sticky? Would it be... Well, yeah, because it, it, it's, it's sugar-based, isn't it, as well? Yeah, so you heat it up, it's going to, mm. you know... Well, I suppose, and... I suppose in essence, though, it's you just get mulled wine. <laughs> well, I guess, but I just assume but... they would just pee in the radiator. That would be, um, you know. Yeah, but that you're not going to get away with doing that on TV. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> but I was like, ah, I would do that over wasting the amazing wine. Yeah. And you know what? And part of me felt bad for Hawkeye in this episode. Yeah, because... I don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There was, part of me was sympathetic to him. Before, you know, the whole shawarmy listing, mm. note listing. Him just getting declined constantly. And, you know, he just wanted companionship. I don't know. But that was my last line in my notes was I kind of feel bad. And I'm like, I hate myself for it. But I do. Yeah. Oh, well. You softy. <laughs> it, you know, it, was a, it was a good, it had some good moments. But it definitely was just kind of a ho-hum episode for me. Mm. Yeah. Come on, read it out loud. I love the sound of my own skullduggery. Savor a vintage evening with Hawkeye Pierce. Trade your boredom for some Bordeaux, yeah. the epitome of the vintner's art. Yeah. In 100 words or less, tell why you should be in a glass by yourself. <laughs> a glass by yourself, I love that. That's, that's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. Please sign a code name so that your anonymity may be preserved. Decision of the judge will be fine. Yeah, yeah. What if there's a tie? Duplicate Hawkeyes will be awarded. Hawk, I never thought I'd use this word in a negative manner, but you're depraved. Well, why not? I come from the land of the free and the home of depraved. No self-respecting nurse is going to have anything to do with that. That's what I'm counting on. All right, let's see what IMDb thought, Meds. Well, yeah, they give it a 7.3 rating, so it's oh. lower than our last episode. It's yeah. uh, a little bit higher than yours and higher uh, than considerably higher. Than <laughs> <I am. laughs> yeah, but 7.3 is a pretty low number for a MASH episode in general. Yeah, on IMDb. I think it is. So this definitely isn't, I wouldn't say, a fan favorite. Hmm. Retraction, Margaret. Huh. I wish you'd retract that disgusting solicitation you have on that bulletin board. Did you find it disgusting? Yes. And obscene? Yes. Oh, good. I was afraid it was too subtle. You are a little boy with the mind of a dirty old man. Thank you. I assume you won't be entering the contest. You bet your sweet assumption I won't. Think it over, Margaret. By the way, you're welcome to tamper with the judge. I'd sooner kiss a toad. Well, there are plenty of other fish in the sea. Of course, for them, I should have white wine. All right, let's go ahead and move on to some behind the scenes. I think I have the first one here. Klinger was addressed for the final time in this series. Surprisingly, uh, he was wearing it for a reason other than trying to get out of the army, which was the reason why he wore dresses in the past. Yeah. Uh, the title is a combination of puns. One is based on the act of refusing to testify under oath in a court of law or any other tribunal such as congregational committee on the grounds that the answers that will be given could be used as evidence against the witness to convict him or her of a criminal offence under the Fifth Amendment of the United States Constitution. The other is a reference to the old way of measuring alcohol using the English imperial amounts before going to the metric system 
large bottles, like a fifth of scotch, held one fifth of a gallon. Mm. Very cool. I was wondering yeah. what why a fifth. You know, because I've heard people use that term for a bottle before. Yeah. That's very cool. All right. The second battalion of the Princess Patricia's Light Infantry was stationed in Korea from December 18, 1950 to November 4, 1951. This dates the episode in spring or summer of 1951. This would have been before Colonel Potter took command on the 19th of September, 1952. Uh, again, timey wimey. Yep. <laughs> uh, Potter mentions the U.S. Army had recently banned the use of curare for its medical units. The U.S. Army never approved the use of curare in the first place. Ah, so there we go. There we go. Hmm. Also, the Canadian unit is stated to be the 2nd Battalion, Princess Patricia's Light Infantry. An infantry unit would not have curare, a surgical anesthetic. Yeah, but I suppose we could turn around and say that, like, Klinger can get hold of stuff and so could the Canadian guy. True, so yes. It's a little bit of, you know, let's not get too hard on him. Now, <laughs> before getting the French wine, Klinger has an encounter with the company clerk from a Canadian unit who teases him by reminding him that the Montreal Royals always beat the Toledo Mud Hens. This would be impossible considering that the team played in rival AAA leagues. The Royals in the International League and the Mud Hens were at the time in the American Association and never faced each other in a regular or post-season game. Mm. Mm, okay. Charles identifies the wine as a 1947 Bordeaux. Later, BJ says he and Hawkeye should drink it because it's already waited four years making... Oh, this is something that you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Uh, it's already waited four years making this year, 1951. A few episodes prior, they celebrated New Year's Eve, 1951, <laughs> which would ordinarily mean it is now 1952. However, the show is noted to be very asynchronous. Early episodes frequently switch from President Truman to President Eisenhower and back. Yeah, it's yeah. the whole timey-wimey thing. <laughs> timey-wimey thing. <laughs> Colin, nobody. As long as I gotta risk my neck anyway, you got any more of that snooty French vino? Five bottles, huh? What do you say you and I talk turkey? Okay, let's talk fruit cocktail. So, oh great girth one, do you still want that valuable wine? Do I still have a pellet? I don't know. I'm not about to peek. <laughs> I can get you five bottles. It'll run you 40 per. Four? My last offer was 30. Consider it a cost of dying increase. Smell the distinct odor of profiteering. We'll try a little more soap. <laughs> but I also smell the delicate bouquet of a 47 Bordeaux. You're taking advantage of me. You know I'm an enophile. Hey, talk like that in the shower makes me nervous. Now, do you want it or don't you? Unfortunately, I am in a disadvantaged position. You have me drinking out of the palm of your hand. Okay, so I've got trivia time again. So, last episode question. What is Colonel Potter's entire name? First name and middle initial. It is, of course, Sherman T. Potter. Yeah. So, now, this episode trivial question. Which of Klinger's uncles got out of World War II on a Section 8? That's a hard one, that one. Mm-hmm. They're getting hard. Mm. Go ahead and send your answers to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. Who goes there, friend or lover? I have an order of sweet preserves for Dr. Pierce. <laughs> the doctor will see you immediately. <sighs> Lieutenant Palmer, it's you? That's wonderful. My naughtiest dreams come true. Mine too. I never thought this moment would happen. That I'd be lucky enough to spend the evening with. 
Hawkeye Pierce. I'm the lucky one. Must be this rabbit's foot I have. That's why I wear these corrective shoes. Oh, <laughs> you're as funny as you're sexy. Oh. Hey. Yeah. Could you give me one of those special looks? Well, only if you promise to control yourself. Oh, I don't know if I can. Well, then we'll just have to take our chances. Oh. <laughs> Pure oh. jelly, huh? <laughs> oh, Hawkeye. Yeah. When you look at me like that, mm. I feel just like a giddy schoolgirl. Giddiness? Oh, well, oh. I have the prescription for that. Two glasses of wine and nudge me in the morning. Ah, uh, Hawkeye. Yeah. Before you pour the wine. Yeah. There's something that's bothered me. Bothered? Wait till we get to bewitched and bewildered. No, no, Hawk, I realize. It's just that I don't know if I'm woman enough for you. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. What is this? Suddenly our, our, our little party is losing its intimacy. Oh, this is such a wonderful moment. I just wanted to share it with some of my friends. Yeah, but two's company. 30 is a crowd. Oh, there's no way we would miss your wine and sleaze party. Palmer, you're terrific. Thank you, Major. And thank you, Hawkeye. Believe me, it was nothing. Come on, give me one of those famous looks, Hawkeye. Mm, looks like the lovebirds eating crow. Uh, <laughs> did you really think you could buy us with your expensive wine? Well, looks like the drinks are on me. Not to mention the joke. <laughs> oh, not at all. Your wildest fantasy has just come true. You've just been had by the whole nursing staff. <laughs> Here's laughing at you. <laughs> you can find MASH 4077 podcasts all over social media. We have a Twitter account. You can find the podcast at MASH4077Podcast. You can find me, Kenny, at GeekyFanboy. You can find Meds at Hawkeye Meds. We also have a Facebook fan group. You can join up by searching Facebook.com slash MASH4077Podcast. Or just type in MASH4077Podcast in the search and our page will come up. If you have any questions or comments or you want to answer some of our trivia questions, you can send those emails to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. You can listen to mash4077podcast all over the interwebs. You can catch us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and now we're on Spotify. And if you want to see show notes or do a direct download or listen to the podcast online, you can go to our main website at mash4077podcast.com. All right, so that's going to do it for this episode. They're not all winners, but still, it's a match <laughs> episode. It was still had enjoyable parts. Yeah. Some great character moments with Klinger and the Canadian, some great Potter moments, and, and some good Charles moments. So, I mean, it, it definitely was a decent episode. It's just not, you know, high on our list. Yeah. All right, well, I'm Kenny. And I'm Simon. And we'll be seeing you. Here is the cat's PJs having our curare back. The patients are more relaxed, and so are we. Tell you what, Major, I can drain the wine out of the radiator and let you have the whole batch for 15 bucks, parts and labor included. Thanks, but no thanks, Klinger. I am not an aficionado of Chateau Le Jeep. Come on, lover boy. Were the preserves as sweet as you thought they'd be? Yes, why so quiet, Doctor? Was she possibly more woman than one man could handle? Are you kidding? You see one nurse, you've seen them all. Check out the latest podcast to hit this quadrant. The Geek Roundtable. Join hosts as they sit down with fellow geeks to talk, well, geek. Star Wars, Star Trek, cosplay, fantasy, anime, Firefly, even My Little Pony. If it's geeky, we'll discuss it. King Arthur had his roundtable for his nights. And now it's time for us geeks to have ours. 
Come join in the fun and geek out with the Geek Roundtable. Find us on iTunes by searching The Geek Roundtable or visit our website, thegeekroundtable.com. Hello, MASH fans. Now, as some of you know, myself and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and my podcast is called Waffle On Podcast. And we waffle on about classic films and television programs from around the world. So if that's your cup of tea or martini, then why don't you follow us over on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or, of course, from Podbean. You can find us at waffleon.podbean.com, and we would be honoured if you would join us. MASH 4077 Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved. And Susan Berger also plays the new, uh, news. <laughs> <laughs> plays the news. Okay. Last episode's question. What is Colonel Potton's... Potton's? Uh, okay. Okay.